you're your only ceiling. Um, there's not a lot of opportunity like that. And real estate's definitely one of them. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we chat with California-based Kim Hogue, who, after entering the real estate industry later in life, hasn't looked back. Kim's business grew by more than 400% in 2020, and her story just goes to show you that no matter your background, success is achievable in real estate. Now, before we get into the day's featured interview, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the list goes on. Also, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications when each new episode is uploaded. And lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story to share, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, on to the day's featured interview with Kim. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you will too. So just kind of getting started out, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're at in the country and how long you've been in real estate? Sure. So I'm um, in Shaver Lake, California, which is in the um, Sierra National Forest, just about 45 minutes above Fresno, California. Um, and I, my name is Kim Hogue, and I've been in real estate for now six years. Awesome. Awesome. What made you decide to get into the industry? I got fired from a job. <laughs> Hey, you know what? <laughs> a, J, a J-O-B, right? And, yeah. and just decided I was too old and said, I'm, I'm never going to work for anybody again. And um, I actually looked at opening a coffee shop, a pie shop, you know, and I was like, but the numbers, I realized how many cups of coffee I would have to sell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just at the prodding of some good friends who were in real estate, um, encouraging me to, uh, to get into real estate. Right. So if you don't mind me asking, what were you doing prior to? Oh goodness. Well, I've done a lot of things, (laughs) Well, the job I got fired from was on staff on pastoral staff at a church for seven years, but it's a chamber commerce CEO. I was a general manager of a fitness center and a kickboxing instructor. And, um, and I was also in the military. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, so, you know, your, your background, then you have a lot of people skills and all that, type of stuff. So that really has translated well into the real estate industry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that people think that's a, a big, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not a people person. And so that keeps them out of real estate. And I don't think it should be the thing that keeps you out because you can learn those skills. Yeah. So uh, how's the, how's the six years in real estate been? What's your kind of um, your pipeline of clients? Are you really referral based or how do you, how do you gain clients? Yeah, I'm in a second home market. So a lot of repeat business and a lot of referral business. Um, and because we're in a, a small resort, mountain resort, so people are here vacationing, a lot of foot traffic, a lot of walk-in. That's which great. You don't really have that normally. Like, uh, you know, in the, in the valley below, you wouldn't have people walking in your office. Up here you do. Right. So um, what's the market been like where you're at? Well, insane, <laughs> like it is everywhere across the country right now, right? Um, this morning, we have four listings um, in, an, in a normal, and last year we hit 45 at the same time, and we thought that was low. Um, in a normal market, we'll have about 100 listings. Wow. 
Wow. So yeah. how do you work with those buyers that are looking to come in and buy a second home or a, you know, a place? What are you, how do you tell them, look, there's just not a whole lot out there available right now. You have to be ready to jump on it. Well, they kind of know, right? Because the consumer's online and they're like, we're online, but we can't find anything. So they think that's a little bit curious. And it's like, yeah, because there is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, but right now I think we're, uh, you know, the competition's pretty tight as far as listings. So a lot of our listings aren't going live immediately if they go live at all, because um, we all have a list of buyers that we're working with. And so the minute we take something, we pretty probably have some board already. Right. Well, so that's, I mean, for the sellers out there, that's great that they don't even have to worry about the marketing of their home is they set up, you know, they set up with an agent that already has a whole line of people that are ready to go. Yeah. Which is interesting because in some ways it's a little bit easier for the agent that doesn't do a whole lot of work right now. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and um, so that's, that's a little bit interesting, but yeah. So, you know, over these six years that you've been in the, uh, the industry, you know, how, What's it been like? Has there been any, you know, things that have surprised you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, you know, so many of us come from other backgrounds when we get into this business for whatever reason. And um, of course we know the dropout rate is really, really high. Um, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think that this is probably the story, right? I, I tried to start a team, not successfully, but I learned from it and um, actually, um, and bringing on some people now, but in that, that first, I, I hired two agents, two buyer's agents. And one of them said, um, I'm going to do this and see if it works out. And if it, if it does, then I'm going to keep doing it. Right. And the other one said, I'm going to do this and make this work no matter what. Well, which one do you think ended up being successful? Right. And so I think it's about making a decision like right from the beginning, like this is really what I want to do because you're going to have hard days and you're going to hit walls and you, you have to commit yourself to being a learner. Like you don't just learn this, get your license. And I I'm on webinars and read books constantly. Um, Cause you're constantly learning and, you know, be a, become a master of your craft. Right. And I think, you know, and as you go along over those first couple of years, you're going to run into so many different uh, yeah. situations that you can really learn on. And it's all about that experience too. So for that person, that's like, Oh, I'm just going to check it out. You know, they're never giving themselves that second chance to work on that issue that came up. Yeah. And you got to be able to push and perseverance, right? Because it takes a little while to gain some traction. But what I would say to a person, like, if you really love it, if you like it, if it's what you want to do, um, then persevere keep learning, do everything you can to learn. And that, that traction is going to catch. And then it's just going to kind of, you're going to move forward all of a sudden, you know, pretty rapidly. Right. And for, you know, for yourself, you know, coming off of many years in other industries and other careers, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people do is, you know, it's kind of a, a second or third career. And yeah. how do you, for somebody that's wanting to break into it, you know, how did, and your situation was a little bit different being from that, you know, you were laid off from the previous job, but, you know, finding that time and like really making yourself push through to get that license and get started. Well, one, I mean, for me, it was just a no brainer, right? When they suggested it to me, I was like, what can you do that you don't have to go back to school for years 
very minimal cost. In fact, I mean, you can do everything you need to do to get your license online and do it on your time. Right. Um, and, but that has no ceiling. You're your only ceiling. Um, there's not a lot of opportunity like that. And real estate's definitely one of them. Um, Oh, yeah, I, I like that idea. You know, there is no ceiling to what, you know, coming into it with no experience, right? You can learn yeah. it pretty quickly and get into it. And there's no cap on what you can be. It's, it's all about yeah. what you want your success level to be. Yeah. And I mean, I get everybody's not trying to get, you know, everybody's not trying to become a multimillionaire or even a millionaire. Um, but the the thing is, you have that choice. You know, it's it's not a dead end. Right. So as you were going through your first couple of years, what, what were some of the, where, what were some of those things that you were doing to, um, to educate yourself? Where were the types of courses and the content that you were kind of, uh, yeah. Um, I read Gary Keller's uh, millionaire real estate agent, uh, right. Uh, we call it, it's kind of like the Bible. (laughs) Um, and, and I think if you can learn really early on that it's about numbers, truthfully, I think every business is about numbers, right? But definitely in real estate, it's about your numbers. It's about uh, the database that you can build. Now, I remember when I was getting started, everybody's like, if you can get 2,500 people in a database, well, that, I didn't think that was possible for me, right? I thought, and I, and so I thought if I could get a hundred people in my database, like I would be really, really happy. Yeah. Um, so it's about systems. It's about numbers. But, you know, early on when you're just starting, you don't have a lot of money. Right. You don't have money to print postcards and things like that. So um, I started farming. Right. I guess the thing is figure out a schedule and co- commit to one, maybe two, not definitely not more than three things you're going to do and then sh- and then show up for work every day. So um, I flyered. I put flyers on doors. And I, I did the math and I, I figured out I, I wanted a flyer Monday through Friday, right? And so it took me an hour and a half to do 125 flyers. And I started every Monday through Friday at 8.30, right? And I would be done by 10 o'clock. And you have to do that. And I, so I chose four farms, right? It was about numbers and then working it backward. Right. And, um, and then I started getting listings and then for every listing, you should get one more buyer or seller. Right. right. So I would say, learn the math, mm-hmm. learn the math and do the work, show up for work every day. You're, you, you are your own boss. Right. But I'm in my office by eight o'clock in the morning. Right. I time block, I have certain tasks to do. And I think if you can learn those things very early on, there's lots of books, um, and lots of classes, you know, most bro- brokerages offer a lot of classes and training, get into those, ask other agents. You know, so you really big into the farming, you know, to start out it, how did that, how did all that work for you as, you know, a new agent kind of getting in and breaking into the market and start, you know, how did the flyers specifically work for you? They actually worked really well. So the numbers, you know, because you have to be consistent, you can't do it one week and miss the next you have to be consistent. But in three months, I was getting awards in my office, you know, for taking the most amount of listings or whatever. And I was, and I was like, I'm brand new. How is this happening? Because I, I was like, what is everybody, what are all these other agents doing? Right. Yeah. Um, and people did ask me, you know, and, and the other thing is success leaves clues. 
when you start, when you have a little bit of success, people become curious about you. Right. Right. And so they, they would say, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm doing this many flowers. I'm I'm doing 125 a, a week. I mean a day, right. This many a week, this many a month. And they would say, Oh, I couldn't do that many flyers, but yes, you can. Right. right. And, and I helped people get started. I helped them design their first flyer. And then they called me and said, I can't do this. And I said, why? And they said, because my feet hurt. Right. And I go, oh, I said, oh, here's the thing. My feet hurt too. Right. 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 Sometimes that's the difference. Right. Right. And I think your background in the, you know, personal fitness and all that, like you kind of had that mindset already. You're telling people all the time, like you need to push further. Like once you hit that, you know, we're always going to go a little bit further. You're, you feel like you've hit a wall. Well, guess what? Next week we're breaking through another one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've been doing this six years, right? So right now I'm reading the 12 week year by Brian Moran. Have you heard of that book? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, that book is crazy, right? Because now you're talking about a 12 week year where we have this goal setting. It's, it's old, right? Is that a year, a year is 12 months. Right. And so it's changed my business even this quarter in that we had a goal to put 720 new contacts in our database for the year. Right. Right. And we're going to end March with 720 contacts in our database. Wow. So guess how many more years we get to put in, in one year, right. One 12 month. So um, I think that's a great book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love this idea, like this constant learning and all we, and taking these different ideas and really implementing. It's one thing to read the books. Yeah. It's a whole different thing to implement it. Yeah. And that's probably the challenge, you know, is um, if you're in classes and you're doing webinars and you're reading books, it can be overwhelming because it's like, there's always this new shiny object out there, you know, but pick things that work for you that resonate with you. Right. And, um, but do something, you can't do nothing. I, I, t- I talked to an agent a year ago um, who's been in the business for a while, but just frustrated with his level of business. And, you know, I, th- I think he just came in for some encouragement. And, but we talked about one, two, three things he could do. And a year later, almost to the day, he came back still frustrated and, you know, disappointed. And I said, well, what, what one of the three things we talked about last year did you start doing in your business? You hadn't done anything, right? right? So change your habits, change your life. Right, right. As you know, as you talk about getting these 720 new contacts and for this year, you know, it seems like you're really setting yourself up for a really big 2021. What's this next year really looking like for you? Yeah, well, our goal is to double our business this year. Um, I think initially when I was contacted by, you know, we saw a 400% increase in our business last year. Part of that's the market, right? What's happening in the market. But we, I think that we had set ourselves up by... Um, a lot of work before that, that allowed us to take advantage of what was happening in the market. Right. You know? Yeah. And then you also, you, you said you're, you're bringing more people onto your team again. You're giving that another go. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with failing or, or not being, you know, successful, successful every time, or, you know, that's the thing I think is another really important thing to learn is it's okay to fail. Just fail fast and fail forward. 
So uh, the first time was painful for me because it was actually friends, mm-hmm. you know, that, and I was like, Oh, get into real estate, you know, and it, and then it, it was too much drama. Like, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't fun for me. And, and I just told them this isn't fun for me. It's not working for me. Um, but I'm really excited right now because I brought on um, an unlicensed executive assistant. Super excited about that because she can really take a lot of things off my plate. Let me focus on the on my 20% that I need to focus on. And um, we're really just trying to take our, our, our client experience to another whole level. And, and I'm, I'll be able to do that with an executive assistant. And then I have a son and daughter-in-law who are both in their 30s. Who have now who have now seen us build a successful real estate business, um, and they'll be licensed here within the next month, month and a half. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. great, and to be able to work with the family too. That's always that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, my grandkids actually have their own business cards, and they're twelve and eight. So, <laughs> yeah, they're that's realtors. Awesome. They're they're already realtors. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? Start them young, and you'll have an empire soon. It, that's my plan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, talking about your client experience, what is what are some of those things that you're doing to really make sure that everybody that works with you for the first time comes back to you again, or you know, and continues to refer you out? Yeah, you know, it's really being attentive. I think what, number one, being a listener. You know, what is your client telling you? What are their needs, their wants? What are their concerns? And um, because you know, they're entrusting one of their largest assets with us. And so um, I think just being really knowledgeable, it's probably one of our taglines is we really like to share our knowledge with our clients because we believe with knowledge that they're going to make their best decisions. And so we do a lot of data analysis, what's happening in the market, what's happening in our market, what's happening in your neighborhood, what's happening in your price range, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and just a, a really good communication. And now what we're doing with the team is they're not just hearing from Kim, you know, but they have an executive assistant following up with them and making sure that the, their transactions are going smoothly. And, um, so I think just a lot more touches um, for our sellers. We're, we're really just stepping up our marketing and the product we're putting out when marketing their properties. Yeah. I want to touch on the, uh, the flyers that you that you put together early on and got the success with them. Cause I think a lot of times people put these flyers together and they just kind of throw them together and there's not a whole lot of thought that gets put into it. And then they then they say, Oh, well it didn't work. Oh my God. You're, you're so right. You know, like what were you doing to like, what were you doing specifically to get those calls from your flyers that you think really kind of made them work for you? um, We didn't change our flyer. We had one flyer. It was a picture of me and, my kids and grandkids with the, we did this funny picture, like a business exec person on the run, super busy crying baby in the hand, one briefcase in the other hand. Right. I just said, we get it. We know you're busy, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, we're here to help kind of thing. And, um, but I think, you know, like, you know, the just listed postcards, the just so like, we all do the same things. Mm-hmm. It's and it's kind of boring. Um, so like we just took a listing that the property actually has an elevator. Mm-hmm. And so we did a photo shoot with this 94 year old late grandma from Czechoslovakia who doesn't even speak English. She's the grandparents of one of our clients. Yeah. And, um, 
So that marketing piece that's going out on, and that's a postcard. We do a lot of postcard mailing now, but that postcard is this 94 year old lady from her name's Dasha. How cool is that? And um, put her in the elevator. She's big red glasses on and she's like all Vogue looking. And we just said, uh, because in our market, a lot of people don't want stairs because of their elderly parents or whatever. And so we just put, does your grandma need a ride? This, this just listed this one with an elevator. Yeah. Right. But most people are just going to put the picture of the property. And those Mm -hmm. are, those could be really boring pictures. Well, and they also kind of get lost in the shuffle too. You know, it's just like, there's nothing that is going to catch my eye. If I get that in the mail, it's just like all the other 15 that I've gotten over the last month or so. And it, you know, I'm not stopping. If I see this woman with these huge red glasses on, that's going to make me stop and at least say hey to my wife, you got to check this out. Yeah. And we're actually not doing a post. We're actually putting it in an envelope. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're going to open it up and go, who's this lady. Right. And they're just going to flip it over. And I used to be a communications director. So less is more. Mm -hmm. The people already have a lot of noise in their life. And like you said, uh, we just want them to pause. We don't care if they throw it away. I mean, we'd like them to keep it right. But (laughs) if there's a pause, like, and so that's what we're, we're really intentional with our marketing is, you know, what is it about this property? Um, and so we, we market them all different. Right, right. And they're all different, you know, like this one in particular with the elevator, you're highlighting that, that standout, that wow piece that really yep. sets that piece of yep. property apart. Yeah. And the, and the seller is like so excited about it. Like they, you know, um, and so that's fun when your sellers, because because your seller's going to tell other people, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, look at this postcard our agent did. Cause it's not, it's, it's out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Is there anything else yeah. that you're really passionate about in this business that you want to get across to our uh, listeners? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm really passionate. I, I see a lot of agents, you know, struggle and, and people will, when people see somebody being successful, Right. You think that can't be you, right? But it can be. I didn't think it could be me. When I, I still have a sheet of paper I wrote, I sat in a, a real estate, my first real estate class after my license. And I didn't have the money to attend the class. And they told me, well, just go because the first day is free. So I was like, okay, go to the fir- first day because it's free, right? And um, they had you write down your someday goal for real estate. And I, I had that sheet of paper. I wrote down $35,000 annually because I thought that would be gold if all I could do is replace the income I had just lost from the job I'd been fired from. Right. Right. So I would say think really big and believe in yourself. Awesome. I think that's a great way to wrap things up. I really do appreciate you talking to me. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. I really want to thank Kim for joining us today. And I really love her message of persevering to attain success. So once again, if you think you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.